hello everyone welcome to the new episode of everyday talkies now before you jump on to listening to this episode wait take a breath smile get your regular dose of life changing entropy here on everyday talkies hello guys welcome to the new episode of everyday talkies as promised in our one year video that we'll be bringing a new guest from here on and I'll not be just repeating the old one so today i have with me and for all of you samantha hey samantha hey onshu how are you doing i'm doing good how about you i'm doing well yeah i think now one quick thing before you know we go on is that uh, whenever a new guest comes in we have this tradition or uh, yeah, it came about you know after like 6 or 7 months of the podcast that we should start introducing our guest to the audience right or else it just does not make any sense so now the catch here is that you have to introduce yourself to the audience obviously but the difference is try to refrain yourself from using the same introduction that you used in your college or while placements or in office right so imagine that you're going somewhere you know exotic right and you met a stranger there and you want to make friends with him or her so take that as the scenario and introduce yourself so the platform is all yours and then we'll go about all right all right i get it okay so hello i'm samantha you can call me sam uh i go by what people call a techie in technical terms uh, apart from that i'm an aspiring author currently a writer and i love art i love painting in my free time so i'm like a part time artist a part time writer who's an aspiring author okay there's so many things to unpack here already so i'll just get right into it okay first um, let's start with the techy portion of your life right um, so mm-hmm. just for people who don't know we did the same course in christ though we never really interacted back then but yeah this podcast gives us a platform to you know get to know each other better tell us about the techy side of your life right okay so there's a difference right there's a difference of people who want to do graduation in whatever degree that they feel okay and then the, there's other spectrum where they're genuinely interested so which category do you really fall under i think i would go with the former because uh, at the moment when i chose this is what i want to do and i think i still stick on to that i want to get into the real world try to see how it is understand the different walks of life and all of that i think i love that portion of it but apart from the uh, the work aspect of it the other important and more interesting part i've discovered is meeting diverse groups of people from different walks of life different countries places i've never even heard before trying to interact with them on a daily basis that's been the that's been i think a really good plus point for me i'd say and i, I think i'm enjoying that bit of it it's very rare for a techie to say that they're enjoying meeting people um, because yeah. you know traditionally in a stereotypical way uh, you see a tech guy sitting in one corner doing the coding and not interacting with anyone around the world but that's a first perspective that you bring in yep 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 uh, i actually to be honest i assume the same uh, like when i got in that was the exact same impression i had of the it world i was uh, under the assumption that okay i'm just going to be given a laptop inside a cubicle sit there for the rest of my day and just work on whatever is assigned to me no luckily the company i got into they preached practice and preach inclusion diversity in and they really when they say they practice and preach they really put that into play mm-hmm. it's been an exciting 2 years now i've been almost with the company for 2 years and i could say apart from my work aspect i am really starting to learn the real world uh-huh. uh when it comes to interacting with a lot of new people so yes i have i think i'm still too young i could just to say that i'm experienced in there but it's been a good journey so far uh you're the same boat as us so for people who are you know you know relate to us in this aspect how is uh, how is the tech world different from what you experienced in college and then in the corporate world 
specifically you know in a company like yours um where it's just not about tech it's a whole vast arena my assumption in college was if i get into the it world and i think almost all of us were under the same impression that if you want to get into the tech world you need to know a lot of technical jargons you need to know coding you need to be good at this you need to be good at machine learning you need to be good at ai those were the kind of inputs we were getting in college and we were under that assumption but it's only when you step into this world you will understand how vast it is with that our college or whatever we were taught in college or school it was just like if we just scrapped the surface of the mountain there's a huge mountain still that we have never explored i i think i'm an example for that what i assumed i would be doing in college was not is not what i'm doing now definitely there's so many other skills that you can you know start learning and picking up on and i'm really happy that's not that i i think i left that assumption at college and i'm really happy with what i got instead yeah there are no truer words because i can personally very well relate to that uh, well <laughs> but okay now turning the time machine a bit back and going back to your formative years was being in the technical field or you know around computers was something that you were generally excited by early in the age or did that develop late oh no i think i was always fascinated by technology uh, this is something a lot of people might not be able to relate to but i think when we were all kids the very the first thing that hooked on to me was the nokia basic set the oh. first time my dad got i was hooked on to that i think it'd be an understatement to say i was addicted to it at that age it came the games it came it was such an eye opening sort of thing and i think i stuck on to that those kind of things fascinated me a lot that's when i got to know more about technology so i didn't have a particular interest but technology as a whole always fascinated me the kind of things So when I think when the Nokia phones came out we were super young we were kids or infants at the time so when something like that came into the real world it was really amazing it was like a piece of I felt like it was magic like you could I remember especially when a phone could record what you speak or say that fascinated me a lot <laughs> I know it's, it sounds crazy now but at the time my dad showed me a recording feature on the basic Nokia set I was so fascinated by that So those kind of things really hooked on to me. So I had that from a very young age. Oh damn! So how did the transform? You know, starting from Nokia to now, you know, doing a degree and pursuing that. So it's not just about that one instance, right? It builds up gradually right, over right. time. Right. So how did you continue that interest? Uh, I, I would. I was not that interested in understanding the specifications of mobile phones or whatever came in, but I was just fascinated by the fact that you can carry something so pocket friendly, something so small around with you, and you know i think eventually gradually so nokia phones went out then came in uh the apple phones the basic apple phones apple yeah, yeah. 3 mm-hmm. so i had my dad had that i was stuck on to that after that touch screen was another big thing i got hooked on to that so those kind of things so gradually as technology ad- advanced i was hooked on to whatever came on i, w- I wouldn't say i'm a techy freak that way but whatever came to me i was just so fascinated by the fact that it's so cool uh it's a cool as it is and i think i i, I wouldn't say there's a straightforward path but whatever came to me i was just evolving with it that's how, that, that's how i would put it so okay then let me ask you this then where does writing fit into this whole equation oh that writing is a totally like off equation going to have to write a different equation for that <laughs> altogether so i think back in grade 9 grade 9 or grade 10 uh i did my high school abroad so this is abroad when i was abroad uh in the uae to be specific so i hooked on to reading suddenly i started reading online on a platform which still exists now it's called whatpad yeah yeah it's not mm-hmm. as pop- 
popular as it is as it was before but back then it was the youtube for books it was mm-hmm. so crazy everyone were crazy about it so i started reading books online what got me to writing is i read some books and i'm like no this is not how how i would expect something to end i could have written it better and then i just started writing so randomly out of nowhere i'm like okay let me start writing things the way i think i would like to see it if it were in a book mm-hmm. i started writing and i had no hopes i'm like i don't know who's going to read this i have no idea if people are going to read this whatsoever i just wrote because i loved writing i had no expectations as such i started writing and i figured out i really loved what i was doing i started i think back then also was when facebook was so active uh, not as uh, dull or whatever as it is now it was super active back then so i started meeting other authors on whatpad we started creating groups on facebook so we were super active i was meeting and talking to people that i've never met in my life before just online authors from all across the world and i started writing so many books i think i have six out of them three two or three are completed and uh, one of them got shortlisted for a there was this competition i think this is when i came back to india there was a your story india competition hosted by the times of india one of my books made it to the finals like one of the final uh, shortlists i didn't win but it was a it, i reached the shot that was a huge win for me but for some reason after that i didn't for whatever reason i didn't get the time and so many factors kicked in i started moving into my higher education like got into university that's when i think i got that i reached a writer's block <laughs> phase and <laughs> i've been struggling to get out of that even now in between that i had tried to get published through i think re- the most recent publishing story i could say is i think just 3 to 4 months ago i tried sending my manuscripts to another publisher local publisher in india nothing has you know nothing's gone through yet like nothing's cleared i'm still looking for publishers so i'm still in the writer's block phase so this is the whole background behind it so you basically started from you know what now it's been for now more than 7 8 years now you're writing right. and in spite of the writer's yep. block okay let's ignore that there are phases and i have understood that class 11 and 12 basically breaks the uh, best of passions in human beings especially in india yep, true so, true <laughs> exactly um let's ignore that portion but okay coming back to the writing piece so what exactly do you write about and is, are there any materials online which or you know even in print media that our audience can go and read them especially i would like to uh, surely read them Sure, sure. I think my most recent one, I mean, my my style of writing and my oh, the genre I choose to write always is fiction. So always, it's all all my stories are just fictional stories. Uh, one of them, the, the, my latest one, which I'm still I think writing in progress, meaning it's like half complete, is a science fiction. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yep. So it's all available for free to read on Wattpad. If you just look up for my name, you'll find it there. Okay, this is really awesome. Uh, when, like, what are the other genres that you have written about already? Uh, nothing else, actually. I did write a short story, which was like a ten-part book, uh, which was a spiritual-based spiritual fiction. Uh, yeah. That was the one that got shortlisted for that contest. But remaining, all of them were fiction, pure fiction. Uh, but fiction and what? So, let be it suspense thriller or was it all sci-fi? Yes. Or- yes, like a suspense thriller one. Suspense thriller one. And a little bit of. I actually didn't have a straightforward uh, genre. I always tried mixing different genres. I sometimes I tried to put in a little horror genre. Sometimes just mystery thriller. But I tried to keep it as uh, fictional as possible. That's the root, I would say. Like that's my main genre. This is really exciting. So, guys, uh, I'll link down her WhatsApp. I'll find 
the direct the most direct link so that you can go support her and uh, yeah soon we'll see her books in the print media so do buy that as well while you were talking about writing the one thing which grabbed my interest was that you did your high schooling outside india so yep. tell us something about that because usually what we hear from our peers is that they for the undergrads or the postgrads they usually go out in your case it was different right you went very early in your life so and that to ua so how was how the culture there and how was studying that different from that is in india firstly i went there because my dad was working there all the while and mm-hmm. my me my mom and my younger brother were here so just for a few years for a few change of environment we just moved decided to move there just for four years of my high school so we moved in there and i and i think i didn't feel that much of a difference because it's all indians there as well <laughs> it's so many it's just indians in every nook and corner <laughs> wherever we go especially okay. my school it was just it was an indian school Uh-huh. and uh, the only difference was that uh, we had a new language to learn but the syllabus was all indian syllabus i didn't find a difference there but the culture i think the culture uh, because it's a it's a it's a muslim country we had different cultures i think as a part of our regular school like the school prayers were different classrooms we ha- we had only girl classrooms and boys had a different block to themselves but apart from that the school life was really fun it was it was nothing different i could say but The only thing I did miss is all my amazing classmates I had from grade 1 to grade 6. I remember missing them the last day I went to school uh, before leaving to the UAE. I remember just going to school that one last day just to miss them and everyone were just in tears. But when I came back I made sure I still kept back kept in touch with them. Some of them were my classmates. Some of them joined Christ with me. Some of them I still keep in touch even now. So I didn't miss I I didn't really lose touch with them. So they're still there. but apart from that the whole school experience was nothing different it was really more or less the same you're the only one i've ever heard that it's the same but i guess that comes into the fact from an indian school and all of that right right but okay coming back to the writing now you know you said writing started in class 9 and you know you have been continuing even now one thing which uh, hooked me on while you were saying all of that you're an aspiring author right so do i infer from that that you want to pursue this professionally after some time definitely because uh, i did look at these options from i have been looking at these options from a long time the moment i know it's going to click i will definitely stop everything i have and put my brakes on that put my brakes on everything else and just full speed ahead to what i get so until i reach that turning point i'm still looking forward to that but i haven't reached there yet so that's still like my it's still there at the top of my head So once I get my hands on that, when I know I have reached what I want to do, that's when it'll be my like my turning point in my life. Not yet though. Yeah, obviously I can understand living a well-paying job, you know, a stable life, and then moving for something. It's always a risky venture. But I think yes, you're managing it well. You're you're you have it all figured out. And when things click, probably we'll see Samantha's name in the newspapers and in the media for the amazing books <laughs> that she writes. And um, hopefully, <laughs> now. since you talked about writing let's move on to the other interest that you mentioned that's painting so mm-hmm. tell us something about that is it as i would say professionally and as serious as writing or is there something that you do casually i currently do that just very casually again very similar to painting uh, uh, sorry writing but if anything i feel like i want to monetize this or if i want to take this one step ahead i will look into that but i wouldn't say that at the moment this again was a interest in me that i had from the time i was very young from the time i could pick up a pencil or a color pencil i just always had it in me even when it's a normal drawing class in school i just color too well is what the teachers tell and then they were like do you go to art classes i'm like no i just color 
so i i specifically remember this one teacher coming up to me saying how are you coloring so neatly within the shapes did you go to art classes and come come here i'm like no i was too young to understand why they were asking those kind of questions and i i remember even my parents my grandparents especially were super supportive of these ideas they used to get me all the possible art supplies back crayons color pencils paints whatever you name it i used to try and sit down and look at something and try to paint it uh especially this particular uh, do you know this mr bean series where he tries to be an artist yeah 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 he tries to paint something he tries to sell it on the road yeah yeah back when i was super young and not really aware of what the real world is when people ask me what i want to become in the future i would tell i want to become like mr bean <laughs> paint and sell them on the road <laughs> so i mean that was at a, a very young age so i didn't really know what the real world was so but that was the only thing that stuck on to me i would sit down try to paint whatever i see so i had that habit in me from back then and then i think somewhere in between when i started you know go through school you go through education i didn't really have the time for that and very recently not very recently i would say i think 2 years ago something just struck me i'm like hey why not i start painting that that just came out of nowhere that idea came out of nowhere i just saw some idea to paint something and i'm like i want to try painting this and then i painted and i posted and people are like this is really cool you should keep painting more like this and then i started painting and then i started getting better supplies to paint well and now i have my own page where i paint and post whatever i do so it's it's, it's been a very crazy journey not a pretty straightforward journey but it's more of a casual hobby that i still keep okay so where can people find your paintings where can they see them instagram i have an account on instagram called the art illustrate where i post all my paintings currently i've had an art block as well from the past couple of weeks but i'm trying to pick that up as well well guys go ahead and link that in the description as well well whatever your touch it seems that you're getting an expertise in that so the next question probably might just seem like a very dumb one <laughs> it's a very standard one which i usually ask everybody was what did you really do in your lockdown and how did you deal with it uh, i picked up another hobby during the lockdown which is gardening i think all things gardening i think i started off with normal just putting seeds i didn't know the mechanics behind it i didn't know how much i wanted to grow i didn't know what to keep in the sun what not to i do a lot i did a lot of research behind that and now I have a slowly growing garden and another part of me that influenced me to do that is I watched a couple of movies related to growing your own food at home and how important and different that would be because I think everyone's aware the food you get is not really safe it's filled with chemicals and wax and what not so trying to do your own bit by trying to grow something you can that that joy or that feeling you get from growing something you eat at your own home is totally different i did that i have achieved that by growing very small things like basic greens that you can cook in almost anything i tried doing that and it really makes a difference the taste differs a lot the growing methods are very different but i'm not talking a full fledged farm no whatever you can grow even if it's in a small pot a small bottle space whatever little difference you can do i really believed in that and some movies that i watched during the lockdown as well really put that into my head where they show the kind of things that they do behind the markets where we go and buy vegetables they just dip it in a whole lot of chemicals spray them with things we've never heard of before and they just sell it to us making it look so nice and shiny and fresh when it's really just filled with chemicals so i think a lot of people after watching me do that have tried doing that and i really just unknowingly i have passed on that message so a lot of people who watched me post about the food that i grow they have tried growing that as well and that's really that's that's the i think the success factor in this you don't have to grow a whole field or a whole farm 
whatever little bit you can do you try doing that would really make a difference and i really believe in that apart from vegetables you can grow whatever greens little greens herbs you can grow even if it's something to just make your uh, balcony or your little space you have outside your home look nice it really creates a positive environment like when you walk into your house or if you have plants inside your house right outside your house if it it really radiates some positive energy that it looks nice whatever you feel looks nice radiates that positive energy like okay i really feel like this is my home that that sort of feeling i have been able to achieve after this little garden setup i have put up i'm still planning on expanding it but that's a really good uh, hobby i picked up now so i'm trying to so now i understand the mechanics behind how to really grow them without killing i killed a lot of plants along the way trying to understand how much of water to give what to keep in the sun what not to keep in the sun but i'm getting there it's not a quick process you have to be very patient while trying to grow plants they don't grow overnight they'll take months probably a year or two to grow to what you want to so yeah so that's another hobby i would i picked up i could say not unlike everyone else i did try a little cooking but it's not really my thing <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you talked about some of the movies right do you want to recommend us what those movies were so that we can go check them out yeah sure but uh, they're not bollywood movies they're not english movies uh, i'm from kerala so this movie was in malayalam okay. especially this one movie called how old are you it's a malayalam movie okay. uh, which uh, you know circles around uh, norm- i think that movie is there in other southern languages as well but this movie revolves around this entire topic of growing your own food at your home how effective and how efficient it will be for your own family and people around you well guys our malayalam audience please go ahead check out that and yeah i think basically you already have covered the basic message of the movie right that things that look good may not be as healthy for you so and i think gardening or growing plants as i was talking to one of my earlier guests it's a therapeutic experience in itself right true very true with all the hustle bustle around the city especially when you live in bangalore um having a hobby like gardening and seeing plants on a daily basis really lifts your mood up really totally i mean every morning when i go to water my plants it's just not not about giving them their nutrition by just giving them water i always just end up just sitting down there and just relaxing that's really a whole different feeling if you want to just take take away your stress or just leave your mind from things that's been bothering you that's a really you know the feeling you get when you're with your pets when you go play with your pets mm-hmm. if you have pets that's the mm-hmm. feeling you get and i know this may sound crazy by just sitting next to your plants okay what are you going to achieve no try doing that if you really want to get that peace or stress out of your mind just sit there if it creates if you buy plants that you feel look appealing or smell appealing it will generate the positive energy that you desire to get from it and it really works if it's inside your house or outside your house wherever you find space to get it done it really helps it's a really rejuvenating feeling you no know, even i feel interested in doing so i don't know whether i have the discipline as you have uh, to maintain that but sure i'll, I'll give it a try you know because uh, i remember uh, my parents and my grandparents they they usually they have this habit of you know growing their own plants even small ones um, there's a religious significance to some of them and some of them they grow for you know daily kitchen use or something like that but uh, i never really ventured too much into that i thought yeah my grandma was doing it for her passion there there was a couple of pots that basically but yeah that point which you told really makes sense and i look into it i discovered and i really understood how different that feels from mm-hmm. i can tell you exactly there are two specific plants a tulsi plant and a lemongrass plant both of them okay. are herbs mm-hmm. i just grew them i'm like okay it looks nice let me just keep them there and it looks good as well 
my dad told me you can put that in your tea and drink it so i drank green tea so i put that in that and the difference it made was so crazy growing something at your home drinking that with your tea every day is a whole different feeling by itself that really uplifted my mood every time i drink green that's my motivation to drink green tea now and i guess you know the fact that you put effort into growing that adds to the flavor somewhere or the other yes yes it does it really does it lifts up the aroma and uh, really uplifts your mood as well along with it that feeling that i grew this at my home and i'm drinking that with my tea it's totally different guys so now you know um, i think this episode has been the most motivating for all of us including <laughs> myself that you know whatever you pick up be really good at it uh, that is what samantha yep, has yep. been telling us so guys back up you need to be really good at what you do no but yeah you know one specific thing which i'm stressing on probably or i'll move into from a lockdown perspective is that this is the first time where people like us be stayed at homes for what one year and given the condition that we it's prevailing now and the number of cases that we see who knows how many more months we could see that and we as a bunch are a social group of people right right and when we are asked to be confined in a house be confined in a room and spend your entire day or weeks at a stretch it really takes a toll both on i don't know, mental health or physical health or overall i would say so how has this life been different for you it has been different just like how it has been for everyone else i mean i do have a good bunch of colleagues i work with i had a good bunch of friends outside work like my little friend circle i had outside work i haven't been able to meet them as regularly as i used to so uh, little things that you can do i mean this is what everyone would say yeah call them text them this is what everyone would say but do you really do them do you really make the effort to pick up your phone and call them saying hey how are you doing have you been good how are you feeling how is your family i have been able to keep that up i wouldn't say to 100% but i did try i video call some of my friends we so kept in touch well i did the same at work i mean we encourage more video calls we play team building activities i conduct team building activities with my team every two weeks just to keep the team up in spirits so those little things whatever you can do to influence yourself and the people around you who used to be physically present around you whatever little thing you can do that would really you never know i have received so much of feedback from for example from the games that i say i conduct for my team at work maybe someone's having a bad day and maybe they're looking forward to a game that i was just going to play i wouldn't know that maybe they would feel that at the end of the game like okay this really made me feel good now you wouldn't know that so try to do your little bit by whatever you can do really just pick up your phone call someone text someone get on a video call with someone i have friends who i haven't met some friends abroad who were supposed to come down and visit us uh, during their vacation times we haven't met them in years now because they left after graduation from college and i haven't met them in like two years now we still keep in touch we still do video calls have fun so we still trying to keep that up some people are i, I, w- I would say i can see there are some people who are hesitant to take that first step but if you're someone who is hesitant but there are other folks who are not hesitant but they're just like I'm just lazy I think I'll just text them maybe I'll just send them an email some people are even that crazy so if you if you're not hesitant to pick up your phone and call someone you never know you might make someone's day just by a phone call so just do something like that and not just say okay I will call them okay I will text them yeah maybe I will meet them when the lockdown gets over it's also uncertain now like now look, look at how it is our second wave is hitting us we don't know when there's going to be a decline again so just do a little bit that's all i would say one thing which i have learned from the last you know 40 or so minutes that we have we were talking is be action oriented like right. whatever you do it's just not about you know preaching or talking do what you believe in and be generally put an effort in it right or do something which you like but do 
do it just don't keep on talking and and if something does not happen don't crib about it do something uh, about it yeah i think i think that is the biggest piece of advice for anybody for that matter is that you yourself can bring a change in whatever is happening around you instead of just talking you need to just start actioning them right right and i think this lockdown time has been a good uh, time for people to sit down and reflect i think a lot of people would have gotten so much of time just to sit down and follow their passion or whatever it can be it can be any other hobby apart from the ones i mentioned it can be anything so one little advice that i found i just read a quote somewhere on instagram and i've been sticking to that and that really i think norm you read quotes every day but this one quote that i read really hit me and i'd like to stick on to that it just said you don't need to quit your job to follow your passion you can follow your passion on your own terms it just depends on taking that first step you're sitting at home you have all the time in the world okay maybe you work 12 13 hours a day 15 16 hours a day whenever you get that free time follow your passion if even if it's once a week even if it's once a month that little difference you're trying to add to your daily routine after a point you will get saturated just by working and working and working in front of your laptop you take away that laptop from the equation find some time off take a little break and try to just do anything apart from what you really do that really makes a difference and i think i have been following that on different terms from the time lockdown started i tried cooking in between gardening i tried painting in between so anything that anyone can pick up in the free time that you can you really should not hesitate if you get that thought in your head saying i want to try doing this that's your wake up call that's your mind telling you get up go try to do something else apart from what you're doing now thoughts like that just don't come to your head your mind's telling you what you can try to do so yeah that's that, that's what i think i've stuck on to that and i'm really happy that i if not for this lockdown i wouldn't have developed all these little hobbies and interests that i have now but it's good that way it's been good that way i won't say anything else after this because i think this is the best moment to end this uh, episode on and there can be nothing better than this i think this is the pinnacle that this episode can reach but thank you so much for samantha for agreeing to do this and if you guys loved uh, what we talked about and would want samantha to talk more about her books or more about whatever uh, you feel like do message her and uh, force her to come back again <laughs> to do to record another episode but um, till then thank you very much go follow her on whatpad on instagram and all the other pages where she keeps on posting her uh, tidbits until next time i'll catch you with the next episode thank you so much anjali it was great experience thank you so much take care bye bye thank you bye bye thank you for listening to this episode follow us on social media and do let us know if you want to be part of the next episode till then live long and prosper